Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars. You may notice that I have a very interesting voice. Um, I've been uh, working with a lost voice for the last three weeks, and I really wanted to do this show because I have a really outstanding guest um, on to share her wisdom with you, um, and that's Marlene Elizabeth. And what I want to ask you is, you know, are you a capable passionate, creative, and entrepreneurial spirit, and yet you feel that you're under-earning and your path to financial freedom is really shaky at best? If this resonates with you, Marlene Elizabeth is the perfect person for you to listen to, to listen to her advice, to hear about money wings, and how she created that, and why it's so important to us as women. So she is our guest today, but also on the show today, we have a really powerful leader, Rebecca Hall Greider, my very dear friend. We've known each other forever. Um, And she is an influencer, an award-winning author, and an empowerment leader who really wants us all to reach more people. And Rebecca is here Um, for a number of reasons. One is to celebrate the show, but also in case this voice doesn't last me through the show, Rebecca will pick up the thread and run with it with Marlene Elizabeth, and we will have an absolutely stellar show. So sit back and enjoy the ride because it's going to be great. Um, And I'd like to welcome both Marlene Elizabeth and Rebecca to the show. Hello. Thank, Thank you so much, Linda. Thank you. <laughs> Such excited to be here. <laughs> you know, we, we've had some interesting challenges with technology this morning as well. So, uh, you know, anything that that sort of wobbles, it's like what, what? Oh, not that. Um, and there we go. High voice, um, Marlene Elizabeth. Would you tell our audience, please, about your background? It's just so interesting, um, and you have such great touch points to the work that you're doing. Oh, thank you so much, Linda. Thank you again for inviting me to be on your beautiful show. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm a certified money coach. I'm a author and a, I'm a mompreneur. And um, I, uh, I started this journey out of my own financial dreams to be a stay-at-home mom with my daughter. Um, I have one daughter. She's 11. I didn't want to miss a thing, and I didn't want to be kind of stuck in a in a, in a, in a situation where I couldn't make my own decisions around my schedule, my time for her. And so that was a, that was really important to me. Um, and the other reason that I entered, ended up doing the business I do is, um, because I didn't want my daughter to go through the financial challenges I had faced, um, because I, I really didn't, um, as much as I excelled in so many other areas of my life, I really just had challenges around my money. And so I went, as soon as she was born, I just knew I wanted to raise a money smart girl. Um, and so because of those two financial dreams that were very, very deep inside my spirit and my heart, I ended up uh, starting my own journey and trying to figure out how to do these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for her. 
And and from that, um, I ended up discovering my own money wings, my own um, gift of being an entrepreneur and and definitely being able to share my love with other women and how they can do the same and, and unfolding their money wings for whatever financial dreams they may have. They all look different. You know, they're yeah. all all different. So that's a, that's a little bit about how I started uh, doing the work that I do. Awesome. And I, I there's a... a phrase from an old from a coach that I had Ann Evanston who said leap and and grow your wings so it was like don't wait until you've got you know a full stretch of wings just take that leap and go for it and the wings will be there and your money wings are definitely a part of that yeah oh absolutely that definitely captures uh, the way that I ended up <laughs> starting to grow my money my money wings exactly so I have some um, some statistics to share, and, and I'd love your, your comments on this. Um, despite women historically feeling undervalued and underserved, women make up the majority of our purchasing decisions. And I thought these numbers were really interesting. Women make 94% of the home furnishing decisions, 92% of the vacation decisions, 91% of home purchase decisions. of automobile purchases, and 51% of consumer electronics worldwide. And this comes from Silverstein and Sayer in 2009. How would you respond to that? Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, That is... um, That information is so important for women to know because I think a big challenge that women have in reaching their financial potential is not even realizing the power that they truly have Um, and or that when they do get a glimpse of the power that they have, it frightens us. It frightens Mm -hmm. us. So I think that, um, you know, a lot of the... the, um, the I, I would say just kind of the passion that I have behind my the work that I do is 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 taking an approach to helping women look at money differently so that it isn't so frightening. Um, really helping women to experience first a sense of safety first to even just talk about money <laughs> because right. it's, it's it's a conversation. Right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just agreeing with you. Oh, yes. So, you know, I just feel that that alone, you know, as women, we're more comfortable speaking, you know, to our friends about any other topic. But once it comes to money, it becomes sort of this taboo topic. And uh, there's there's actually a wonderful uh, book and author that I love recommending when it comes to specifically breaking the silence around money. And it was uh, written by a wonderful wealth psychology expert. Her name is Kathleen Burns. Kingsbury, Kathleen Burns Kingsbury. I highly recommend her book. It's called Breaking Money Silence, How to Shatter Money Taboos, Talk More Openly About Finances, and Live a Richer Life. And this is a, um, a uh, female financial advisor who, um, you know, has experienced working in, in a mostly kind of male-dominated um, industry and really found that um, when it comes to money, uh more conversations need to be had about it, not so much about the nuts and bolts of finance. Uh, those pieces can be learned. You know, the practical nuts, of, nuts and bolts of finance can be learned, but it's the deeper issues. It's the emotions that come up around money. It's, it's, it's all that uh, kind of what's underneath the, the surface, you know, in the subconscious realm uh, that kind of really steers our relationship to money if we are unaware of it. 
it, it kind of prevents us from, from being in the driver's seat. Um, so, I think yeah, that's so just, true. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and and yeah. there's silence. You know, we, we talk about silence. Yes, there's definitely. I can remember my parents never talked about money. Uh, other than my dad said to me, if you want to get it now, because it won't be there when you come back. So mm-hmm. I have this real sense of urgency that if I want something, I better get it now. Um, you never talked about politics and you didn't talk about religion. Those are just taboo subjects in most homes and, you know, when I was around, which is the Donna Reed and uh, era. Um, we just didn't, we didn't talk about those things. So if there were money challenges, we never knew. And I think that's something that does not serve us well. I think it's also interesting that women have some common challenges around building wealth. Things like we wait too long to seek out financial education. Just like what you were saying is you can learn that, but we just don't necessarily step into it. We also tend to feel unprepared for our financial future. And I think in a lot of respects, again, that comes from perhaps um, the sense of being uh, not in control, but that it's your husband or your father who's in control of your money. Um, We don't fund enough towards retirement or we wait too long to start. And women are not necessarily investing properly. We also, and I hate this, we also learn, earn less money than men do. And that's still the case. Uh, And we're underserved in the financial industry. I asked Rebecca to talk about that. Um, And we need to change how we experience money. Would you both agree to that? I I, absolutely. I think there is such a need. And also just throwing in statistics and some of the challenges that women face, we're also living longer. (laughs) So not not only do we have this, this trend that we see where we're starting late to start to put funds aside. And maybe even if we step into taking an ownership or leadership of our financial situation, we need to factor in longer timelines as well, that typically we're living longer and stepping into that space, a lot of times after funds have been used to take care of a significant other, and we've stepped into role of caregivers. So there's some real needs that women have to mm-hmm. start stepping into leadership placed with their money now, not later, not someday, yes. and to plan on, let's plan on having extra, not just the minimum amount, but build something where we can have a cushion, where we can honor those longer timelines that we're living. Exactly. So Marlene Elizabeth, mm-hmm. is is there a point in time when it's too late to grow your money wings? Oh, gosh, absolutely not. No, no, no. It's never, never, never too late. Absolutely not. And um, and I would also say um, to add to the conversation is that one of the things that prevents us <clears throat> from doing any of these things um, a lot of times um, is this sense of shame and uh, that we just can't get beyond. Um, and it's that, it's that kind of place that keeps us in the dark rather than coming out into the light and sharing where we're at and, 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 and being okay with that. But again, it, we really need those safe harbors to be able to do that, to be around other women who have perhaps already accumulated wealth and have a beautiful relationship with wealth and are ready maybe to mentor other women to do it, right, um, mm-hmm. in, support of, in, in support of one another. Or on the other flip side where you 
know that even if you come to the table and you've had these challenges around money, you still bring value. You still bring value to the conversation. And I think that that's really important for women to, to, to know. Um, come as you are. Come as you are. <laughs> I think it goes back to that quote you were saying in the beginning, Linda. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come as yeah, you I- are. And, and that means it's never too late. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting too if you know we look back um, to you know when this country was founded and and the culture around money for women and it was the man who was the breadwinner you know he was the one who was out in the fields for the most part woman or if if they went into factories it was the the man until World War II and women worked out of the house but there was always this sense of she wanted her own money and I remember stories of what they called egg money. So if you had hens or chickens or whatever um, and they laid eggs, you went out and you sold your eggs and that money was yours to do with what you wanted to. It didn't go into the household funds. And so you could buy a ribbon for your dress or you could buy dress material if you had, you know, if it had been a really, really great week or whatever it might be. So we've always had a way of having our own money, but I don't think we ever were vocal about it we didn't talk about it um, almost with a fear that if we talk about it someone will take it away from us would that be true I, I agree I definitely think that we you know there's opportunity all around us all around us it's it, it, we may not see it because of our perspective our belief that we are seeing you know that lens that we see but when we shift that belief and, and kind of become more curious about, hmm, maybe what if this is true? Then how does that change my window? How does that change my perspective? But it's one thing to be able to see new opportunities, and it's a whole nother, another experience to be able to receive them, to receive those opportunities. And I think it goes back to, um, I, I don't know if you said this to Rebecca, about changing, being open to allowing ourselves to change the experience we have of money. And I find that, you know, one of the reasons that I, um, I love the word money wings is because it has a feminine <laughs> um, yes. uh, way of looking at money. And I think that we need both. We need, you know, we need both a male perspective and a female uh, uh, experience of money. And I think that we as women, when we, when we can be more in that feminine experience of what it feels like to, to, to have money, um, I mean, it just, it, 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 that alone feels better. Um, and then that alone gives our, our, the younger generation a whole new way to be able to step into to their experience of money. Because when we look at power, power is one of those words that we can not, if we've come from a, a background of abuse and trauma, Mm-hmm. That is a one big area that a lot of times women don't know how it relates to their um, challenges in their in their relationship to money. And so, if you're not if you're someone that's been you know that's not uh, comfortable with with power in general, uh, well, you may then continue to not be comfortable with even having money because money puts you in a more powerful position. But really, when we're able to look at these. Um, opportunities more as choices, the choices that it opens up for us. That's a whole different way of looking at um, at the experience of having money. It's just having more choices. What woman doesn't want that? More choices, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's interesting. You were talking about changing the experience with money. One of the um, 
meditations I did years and years ago was, you know, what was my relationship with money? And we were talking about dancing with it and really having almost a uh, sensual relationship with your money and, you know, doing the Argentine tango or whatever it might be and just really having that close, tight, loving relationship with it rather than that um, sort of standoffish relationship like I, I don't I want you you know several hundred yards away from me I don't want to touch you that kind of thing it's dirty it's ugly um, it, it it creates wars whatever it might be and I I think you know building that close relationship using the feminine and the masculine together in a dance is really really important in so many areas including leadership and money so I coined a new word called confluential leadership so it's taking the the masculine power and organization and all that of uh, leadership and money and blending it with those softer aspects of the feminine, compassion, empathy, cre- uh, creativity, collaboration, and that kind of thing. So audience, when we get back, we're going to talk to Marlene Elizabeth and Rebecca more on money and how... You can mentor younger folks about around this and how they can mentor you as well. And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Dream with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. 
Elevate your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. I'm having a very rich conversation with Marlene Elizabeth, who is a speaker, author, certified money coach. She has a number one international best-selling book, Money Wings, which you can find on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, um, that really inspires passionate, creative entrepreneur women to stop under-earning and to start unfolding their unique financial pot- potential one brave feather at a time in both business and in life. And I love the feather uh, aspect of, of what you're doing, um, Marlene Elizabeth. It, it is so, so feminine. And I love that. There's also that nurturing. You know, it's sort of like you're nurturing. They used to call it a nest egg. And it's where your money went. And that whole sense of nurturing it, it, it is so much a feminine thing. Yet, Knowing birds, not the way I do, but knowing about birds, the female is also very fierce and very powerful and very strong in protecting her young, right? Oh, my goodness, yes. It was that mama bear that came out in me that I had not experienced before because, you know, I became a mom late in life. So, Mm -hmm. you know, my experience of who I was as a woman before I had my daughter and who I was after in terms of my sense of power and and all that, it it did shift um, that in a way I didn't expect. Um, and, and, And I believe that in a way that was meant to be, you know, as all of our journeys and all of our paths are meant to be. For me, it was important for me to to have that experience. But I appreciate that you also, um, that you, your comments about one brave feather at a time, because I say that very intentionally, because I I know that when we are shifting into a new way of being, whatever it is, it's outside of our comfort zone, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so in order for us to really be successful, we must absolutely take it one brave feather at a time. We must, each, each, each time that we, we, we are trying to achieve, whether it's with our finances or anything, try to experience a new experience of that situation, we have to be able to have small mini successes in order to keep us going forward. Um, and if we jump too quickly or leap too far, we can get end up kind of left with overwhelm, stuck in overwhelm, or maybe feeling like, oh, well, oh, I knew I couldn't do it. See, you know, that kind of thing. And that doesn't serve us at all. So one brave feather at a time is, is really key to being able to, to move forward. And I say this as an innovator. So I tend to not take baby steps. I'm not one of those <laughs> women that likes to take baby steps. I am a big, like, let's, let's just do this thing, right? But I have learned, <laughs> like, yes. you know, the wisdom that life teaches us if you truly want to be successful, it's, it's, what is it, the irony? You know, in order to go fast, you have to go slow. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to go slow, you have to go fast, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, 
and, and again, yes, women are fierce. Even as we are nurturers, we're, we are fierce. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, and you know, in, in that, we were talking about mentoring. And I'm, I'm sure now that you have a daughter who's, what, 11, if I remember right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in essence, you've already begun mentoring her in the ways of money. So what would you tell um, a senior woman in a business who has, you know, maybe several women un, uh, you know, who are subordinate to her who are coming up in the world about how to mentor them and, you know, what's your next step? How do you, how do you um, deal with your money in such a way that it's powerful that kind of thing because I think it goes two ways the the younger person doesn't know who to ask or what to ask and and the senior person doesn't know well what does she need to know what what could I possibly teach her what would you say to them so one of the uh, I you know whenever I approach the subject of money especially with younger you know the younger generation I do refer to a quote. I love quotes. Right? I'm crazy for quotes. And one of the quotes that I use is this, and it's about humility. Because you know, we were talking about money and power, right? Sometimes yes. that can be a little scary for us. But if we focus in on humility, my favorite quote is by C.S. Lewis. And he says, you know, humility isn't thinking less of yourself. <clears throat> humility is thinking of yourself less. So... I use that quote because I always want the youth to know that I'm all about you being bigger and greater than what you are. I mean, life is about growth. It's not about staying small. It's not about staying the same. It's about testing the waters and and growing, right? So humility isn't about what we think. Sometimes, you know, people think it means staying small. and But no, it's, it's not about thinking less of yourself. But... It is about thinking of yourself less. So when we are in a place where we're thriving financially, then we're in a place where we can actually help others, right? So, but if we are constantly struggling, 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 it really doesn't leave much in the way of us not only being able to mentor others, but even to be able to spend time with our family, with our children, with, you know, with with the people that we love. And that's the whole purpose of our um, of our growing money wings is to be able to live and experience life the way it was meant to be lived. So, I would say that when we're stepping into being a mentor for um, the youth, I think that the very first step is to really help them to know that finances are very real in life. I mean, we absolutely need them. So, um, we need to start being comfortable with with having you know, finances, a healthy relationship to money. And to remember that whenever we have others that are trying to keep us small, and this happens a lot for women, especially mm-hmm. women who are natural-born leaders. You step out into the world as a little girl and you're exhibiting your leadership qualities, and the next <laughs> thing you know, you learn that's not okay. <laughs> yes. Know? And, you know, and you start getting smaller and smaller and smaller. No, no, no. Humility isn't thinking less of yourself. <laughs> yes. It's just thinking of yourself less. And the only way we can do that is to be able to be in a position where we are healthy in all ways so that we can give from our supplies. We can give. If we, have, if we know how much love, how, how loved we are, we can then give that love freely. But if, we're, if we don't, we're, we're not able to give it as, as we were meant to give it. 
Okay. So I hope that answers your question. It did, <laughs> absolutely. So Marlene Elizabeth, um, what does leadership mean to you? You know, I used to look at leadership as something that you do. You do, 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 right? And that, and I've learned over time that leadership is not something you do. It's something that you just, it's, it's, it, you, you, it's something that you are, right? You just, you be a leader. Being is just who you are, who, how you, how you exist, right? The doing mm-hmm. is in, in being the role model. So to me, leadership is being a role model. And so all the doing work goes around, what kind of role model are you being in the world? And so for me, that really connects with my daughter. You know, what kind of role model am I being around my daughter? Am I being a role model of, of a woman that's surviving? I'm like living life and I'm just surviving life? Or am I being a role model for her of a woman who's thriving? And it's a journey. Some days I do feel like I'm surviving. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. but, but, you know, then there's those glorious days where all the stars and everything comes together and she catches a glimpse of what it looks like and what, it, what the experience is of, 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 of me thriving. And she's touched by that because, you know, in her world, if I'm thriving, that just means that much more time that she gets with me. You know, that, that's how she translates it. It's like, oh, you know, but if I'm yes. busy surviving and, you know, then there's the, the time together uh, decreases, you know. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that, that's, that's, that's how I look at, at leadership, that we're, you know, it's about just being a role model. Just be a role model and focus on your doing around what kind of role model you're being in the world. And when I say doing, I'm talking about the personal development that it takes mm-hmm. for us to really shine as leaders in the world. And Absolutely. that word shine is, to me, Rebecca, Rebecca's on the call. To me, whenever I think of shine, I think of Rebecca because <laughs> she's the one who, in my world, has really helped me to understand what that word means. In terms of being women who shine, it's, it's, uh, it's a beautiful uh, com- kind of servant leadership uh, yeah, way of looking uh, at being in the world. So, Rebecca, since we brought up shine, what does shine mean to you? Well, shine is one of my favorite words, and it's a way that we can take center stage in our life take that leadership role and really share our gifts and talents out into the world. I believe that when people are hurting and struggling, it's like this big, thick pea soup fog comes down and they can't hear your voices. They can't see arms outstretched. They're just trying to breathe when we're struggling, when we're in those moments. And the only thing I know that cuts through darkness is light. Mm-hmm. And I believe we need to be willing to shine brightly enough to become those lights. We need to be visible and easy to find. So in those dark places, we can shine a safe light so that they can see our hands outstretched and they can see the safe course. To me, that's what shining is about. It's really being easy to find and sharing our gifts and talents out into the world. I love that. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Now, um, Mar- Mar- Marlene, you're also a money archetype trainer, guru. What's a money archetype? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, uh, and these money archetypes are actually, um, these were created by the founder of the Money Coaching Institute, Deborah Price, who's a pioneer in the whole field of, of uh, money coaching. And that's where I was actually trained, and I, I learned from her. She's my mentor. And so what we do is we share um when we're talking about money, one of the best ways to kind of start, like, okay, how do I start this conversation? How can I 
kind of start, one of the best ways is to um, determine how you're showing up in your relationship to money because we don't often know that. And so one of the ways we do that is we have um, eight, eight different ways that we tend to show up around money as, as, as people. And so um, it's a pretty powerful tool because when you're able to understand what are the characteristics uh, that are kind of showing up in your relationship to money, then it helps you to shift more into the driver's seat so that you can determine whether that's how you actually want to be around money or maybe you want to create a whole new story around your relationship to money. And so briefly, um, the, there's eight different money archetypes. Um, and so uh, there's the innocent, there's the martyr, uh, the warrior, the fool, the creator artist, the tyrant, uh, the victim, and the warrior. And mm. I would say that the best way to look at these archetypes is imagine them on the stage, you know, on a stage. And they're all us. I mean, all these archetypes are within us. But it's basically seeing which one is actually showing up on the stage of your life. And is it serving you? Or maybe does... Is there a reason why that particular archetype is showing up? So, for example, innocent. That's a real common one, especially with women, right? Someone who kind of tends to more seek. We're, we're trying to seek rescue. We'll wait for someone to rescue us when our relationship to money. We're kind of non-confrontational, indecisive, kind of fearful, anxious. Whenever it comes to money, those characteristics are real common when we're showing up uh, in our relationship to money as an innocent, right? But. Mm-hmm. When we start seeing that, oh, wait a minute, we can actually maybe learn how to be more of a magician or a warrior in our relationship to money. Hmm, how does that like? How does that, what does that look like? How does a warrior or a magician show up in their relationship to money? You know, they're more trusting. They're more generous. They know their sense of power. They're more fluid. There's kind of a sense of being unattached, open to flow. There's a financial balance. You know, um, but the key is, is awareness, just simply being aware. We don't know. We're not intentionally trying to show up as an innocent, <laughs> but in our life, maybe that's all we have modeled for us. Maybe that's all we knew, you know, and this is really gets powerful, this conversation, because in the end, what we're really talking about is freedom. <laughs> we're really talking about truly being free to create our destiny, um, our purpose that we were meant to live on earth. <laughs> So very, very powerful tool when you start looking at the money archetype. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I've, I've worked with one that's similar, but the, the titles for um, the various aspects are different. They have like ruler and alchemist and, um, yeah, that kind of thing, as opposed to um, the ones that you were speaking of. Are there several different styles of money archetypes? Yes, I would say there are. I would, I would definitely, I've seen several uh, different types of money quizzes out there. Um, so I think that once you really start uh, diving into the archetypes and really understanding each one of the characteristics, uh, behaviors, beliefs, patterns that are kind of the core of each one, you can kind of start recognizing um, them, you know, uh, despite the fact that they may have a different name to them all. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so. Okay. All right. I, I, to be honest with you, I found them very interesting uh, and sort of where I went and don't ask me where I went because I don't remember. Uh, 
because each time I take the quiz, it, it comes out slightly differently. And I think it's because each stage, you know, as you move through a stage, um, your archetype is fluid. Would you say that's true? Yes, I would definitely say that's true. Depending on the stage that you are in life and your experiences in life, you know, um, you could start be you know you can start showing up more uh, from a position of um, you know less fear and more love in your relationship to money, and that will start to shift the the archetype in how you're showing up, right? So you may be right. showing up less as a tyrant in your relationship to money and more as a magician, you know. Right, and I, and I would imagine that when you're coaching with somebody that you're oftentimes moving them from one archetype to another to a healthier relationship and a more loving, sensual relationship with their money, right? Yes, that's absolutely the core. We, we, we identify, you know, which, where, where are you are now and where do you want to go and what are the small action steps that are going to take you to get from where you are now to where you want to go and how do you set yourself up for success? Absolutely. And Marlene Elizabeth, I'm sh- I believe you have a quiz that, that uh, folks could take to find out what their money archetypes are, right? Yes, I do. If you want to find out your archetype, you can just take the quiz um, at uh, unfoldmoneywings.com. Okay. Unfoldmoneywings.com. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And I think that's one great place to start to understand what your relationship with money is. So, I'd, audience, I would advise you, you probably can't do it in the two minutes between now and our last segment, but do check it out and see whether you're a tyrant or an innocent or something in between. And we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas, That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you 
truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I have two fabulous women um, on the program today, Marlene Elizabeth and Rebecca Hall Greider. And we're heading into the last segment of this particular show. And um, both, uh, Marlene, I would love you to share with the audience um, your free gift. Oh, yes. Thank you, Linda. So I would love to offer the opportunity to um, have our listeners today uh, learn a little bit more about realizing your feminine power to prosper. And so I would like to share a free chapter of my book, Money Wings, um, and that's available at moneywingsthebook.com. And in that chapter, you will you will learn your own specific um, gifts and natural-born traits that you have as a woman, how you are wired for success um, in ways that maybe no one's ever brought to your attention before. And so, um, and then with that chapter, I will also um, love to share a, a time for you to, to get together to ch- chat with me more um, about where you are in your relationship to money and see how maybe we can help you to start helping you grow your money wings in this, uh, in this beautiful new year of 2019. So that free chapter, again, is at, is at moneywingsthebook.com. And once you read the chapter, um, I am gifting you a free money coaching session. Uh, the value is $150 for one hour with me. Awesome. And that's also to be found on my free radio gifts page on um, the website. So thank you so very much. I, I know I read the book and was so moved by it that I even wrote you a, a review for the book because it, it meant so much to me um, and where you'd come from and the poignancy of the story that you told. I was just really, really, really impressed. So thank you so very much. So, Rebecca. Well, thank you, Linda. <laughs> you're welcome. Rebecca, we've been on this journey since November 2017. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I know we were talking behind the scenes. I couldn't believe it had been. Time goes so quickly, especially, you know, when you're walking beside each other and enjoying the powerful walk. Um, And I just wanted to take a moment today to thank you for being in my life. Thank you for the beautiful gift of your show and program. I was very honored to be on your very first show as you were launching it and sharing it. And it's such an honor to be on this one with you today. And I know you have an announcement you want to make, so I want to make sure to to have you share, and then I'll be happy to do my share. 
Well, audience, I just wanted to share that this is my last show for a while. Uh, I am taking a health hiatus. As you can tell from my voice, um, some things have happened in my um, life recently that um, is basically telling me that I need to slow down for a while. And so I am taking... um, the rest of 2019 into 2020 um, as a time to use my voice in a different way. So rather than being on a radio show or a TV show or even doing a lot of public speaking and that kind of thing, um, I'm using my voice in writing uh, blogs. I have a new book coming out in October. Thank you, Rebecca Hallgreider. Um, called No One Stood Up When I Walked in the Room, One Woman's Journey from Command to Influential Leadership, or as I call it, Confluential Leadership. And I would encourage you all um, around October 24th to check on Amazon and pick up a copy. I I think it's a a really powerful book for especially women leaders. Um, And again, I thank Rebecca for encouraging me in this route, but um, my voice is definitely telling me, um, as is the rest of my body, that it's it's time to um, slow down for at least a year and then to come back even stronger. So watch for that. You never know what will happen in 2020, right? Exactly. Well, Linda, it's just been such an honor and a privilege to be um, your to have you in my life as a friend and as a colleague. And it's been such a gift. Leadership Stars has added so much valuable experts and conversations to this important topic of leadership. And I want to thank you for your commitment to that and your willingness to bring that forward and really stand for all of us to step further into our leadership gifts and talents and abilities and to grow. And I love that you are continuing to, even though you are stepping away from radio for a while, you're still bringing your voice and your message forward in writing. And so I'm looking forward to seeing all of that unfold unfold, and your beautiful book coming forward. I want everyone, in case you missed that date, October 24th, (laughs) mark that on your calendar. She's going to have a super special offer that you'll be able to lean in and get that amazing book and add it to your library. And I know that we're going to be staying in touch and look forward to all that the rest of 2019 and 2020 will bring. And also, for those of you, I know you're going to have your um, prior shows available. So if there's a show that you've really enjoyed and you want to listen or you want to share it with your friends, uh, Linda has actually syndicated her show, which means it plays out on several different networks. And so you can find it on the Voice America TV network on the Empowered Connections channel. And you can also find it on the RHG TV network. You can look it up under Leadership Stars and you'll find her prior episodes. So um, Linda, I want to thank you for sharing the gift of you with so many people. We're looking forward to staying in touch. And for those who want to stay in touch and reach out and, and make sure they're in the loop of what's going on and what's coming next from you, do you mind sharing how they can do that? Well, I thank you. I'd love to. Um, there are a couple of different ways you can do that one. You can always send me an email at Linda at dare, the number two lead with Linda.com. Um, you can also go to my website, uh, www.dare, the number two, lead with Um The links to the radio shows are there. Um, the books, um, our programs, especially Awaken the Leader, which is a really powerful way of looking at seven key skills in growing a movement. 
excuse me, whether that movement is something that touches your heart around people, may it food, water, abuse, homelessness, um, whatever it might be for the foster system, um, whatever, or it could be animals where you're working with the ASPCA or I work with naysavers who um, brings horses off the track before they're totally broken down and retrain them into a life that is joyous for them in their senior years. Or it could be literacy. It could also be your business. Your business, because you're doing it and because you're a leader in it, is a place to change the world. And that's what we're all about, is the ability to lead that change throughout the world and to begin to marry and to bring together both the masculine qualities of leadership as well as the feminine qualities of leadership because a true leader needs both sides of that. And the more of a role model that we can be in confluential leadership, the more we'll begin to see massive change in the world. And that's what I would encourage you all to step into over the next year and really look at what are those things that are that touch your heart and really that you want to step into and make uh, changes on? Um, Rebecca, do you have something that you're stepping into as far as making change in the world? Um, there's a few things that um, I support and are important to me. One of them, I have been leaning into Imperfect Produce. Mm. And so I love that organization and it's a way to help some of the food that may not be look perfect or uh, make it to the grocery store still is quality food that you can get and organic to support your body and it helps reduce waste and mm-hmm. our footprint that we have. And then I'm a big supporter of animals as well. I think it's so important that we um, step forward and protect the animals that we have in our lives and um, help create environments and places that are safe for them. Because a lot of times they don't have choice, but we do. And I think we can make choices that are more positive and supportive and respecting of their lives. Thank you, Rebecca. Marlene Elizabeth, do you have uh, causes and movements that you're working with? Yes, I do. I have two that are near and dear to my heart. Um, The first one is the uh, NAMI, the National Association for Mentally Ill. Um, Mm -hmm. That's very near and dear to my heart. Um, And then the other is um, I I have a deep, um, just a really deep... uh, 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 passion for supporting women that are in domestic violence um, situations and especially um, with children. And so I support a few local organizations here in our area uh, that help with those two, um, yeah, with those two uh, areas. Thank you. And audience, you may want to check back through the archives of my show because I've had individuals with movements on the show. For example, we talked about sex trafficking and what a horrendous challenge that is throughout the world um, in eradicating that. Um, I had two wonderful people, and Rebecca, you've had them on your sh- or you've had one of them on your show as well, um, dealing with autism and the challenges mm-hmm. there. Um, I've had individuals who are working with women in politics. How do we get more women in key political offices so that we can start making changes there? So look at where 
your passion is, where is your heart, and where is it that you feel you can make a difference in this world? Because if you don't, who will? And I strongly encourage you to step into your movement and grow it. The What the movement is, what's its vision, what are the key milestones that you need to do, who are the key connections you need to bring into your life to make it flow, uh, what time do you have to make that work, and then what's the message that you're going to put out there? That's true. Rebecca reminded me, um, I actually did a forward for this particular, it's, it's called A Long Walk on a Dry Road, and John works with H2 Open Doors, and it's bringing clean water to very, very poor countries and very, very poor communities and actually creating a water economy, which I just think is absolutely amazing. Uh, One of my other guests, C.J. Scarlett, is working with young women to um, keep them away from sexual predators and knowing how how to recognize them and then how to um, not be entrapped with them. So there's so many fabulous, um, yes, um, movements out there that will definitely change the world. It's like a quilt and... If any one piece is missing, the quilt will not be complete. So step into that movement that's special for you. And with that, audience, I'd like to remind you that if you'd like additional information about the art of hurting cats, leading teams of leaders, or awaken the leader, please do connect with me by email at Linda at Dare, the number two lead with Linda.com. And Rebecca, I'd like to thank you so very much for being here and supporting me. And Marlene Elizabeth, thank you for being just a very special guest today. Um, I've really appreciated your insights into money, and I know that my audience has as well. And with that in mind, I want you to remember, be courageous, dare to lead. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. 